it like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this for the longest haul, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel. Well, my goal is to answer that question or make that connection. So if you have a question or a connection, please be sure to comment, engage tonight, and I will choose some of you at random to answer your questions or make those connections for you. It's uh, been a crazy, crazy moment with a lot of energy shifts and change. And so uh, we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit tonight and the fatigue it creates. But before we do, I'm going to talk about some events coming up. So one that I am extremely excited about is Mastering Your Mediumship. This is happening this Saturday, everybody, March 18th. It is with my great friend, mentor, amazing, amazing teacher, Lisa Williams. So we are coming together. It's an online workshop and it will be a full day. So there literally is only a couple spots left. So you do want to grab yours while you can. The other thing coming up is spiritual business. So this starts next Thursday, March 23rd. This is really a great resource. It's a group mentoring. So you have yourself, you have some peers coming together to say, all right, what are the next steps in me building my spiritual business? It helps you with your confidence. It helps you accountability, really helps you hone in on anything that you're wanting to really perfect, improve, whether that's your websites, descriptions, perhaps your sales pitch, so to speak, just becoming more in alignment with what it is you're looking to enhance. So we have that coming up. Uh, one of the favorite things I have now, even though it's called Platform for Beginners, this is really a more intermediate advanced class. So Platform for Beginners, this starts April 5th. Really excited about this. Uh, again, it's online. And Platform is really when we want to do mediumship, but in, in a group setting. So whether that's a group we bring together, a spiritualist church, perhaps the whole, just the idea of rather than a one-on-one, we're bringing in a larger group to deliver those messages of healing, hope, and purpose. So very, very excited about that. Of course, we've got Parapod coming up with my very, very good friend, Jennifer Schaefer. So this is coming up right around the corner, everybody. This is an in-person event in Santa Clarita, April 1st. Really very excited. Uh, Jennifer and I are going to talk about intuitive investigation. So it's going to be a very interactive talk, workshop, live in Santa Clarita. The other thing about Parapod that is so incredible and amazing is there's everything there. So there's going to be talks about Reiki and crystals and healing, big aliens, lost civilizations, lots and lots of experts are coming forward um, to share their expertise, their knowledge, and their proof of what we're talking about. So Parapod is March 31st 
through April 2nd. It is in Santa Clarita. And you can get your tickets at parapodfestival.com. Highly, highly recommend it. I will be there. Jennifer will be there. Many, many, many others will be there. So very, very excited about that. Okay, so let's do some questions and connections. Hi, Stephen. Nice to see you. Hi, Debbie. Nice to see you. Here we go. Uh, let's go. So we've got uh, Miss Mallory here. Let's see what she has to say. My car just broke down. Oh, Mallory. Uh, years only buying a brand new car. Uh, we are using all of our savings to get a fix. Will this work out? Thousands of dollars for a brand new car. So I, I'm just trying to understand. You just bought a brand new car. Is that right, Mallory? Is that what's kind of happening here? You bought a brand new car. Uh, the question is a little confusing that you're getting it fixed. Um, I would be a little, uh, it, it feels a little cautious. Yes, you bought it two and a half. You know, I'm going to be honest, Mallory. I would, I, I feel like, to be honest, I feel like it's about going back to, yeah, it's past the warranty, as you're, you're saying here. I feel like, though, I want you to do some due diligence. So, yeah, you need to kind of get this fixed. But it definitely feels like going back to the manufacturer um, and, and kind of making some complaints. Because it does make me feel like we may have some lemon wall things going on here. And I feel like the things that are going wrong with the car are very, very popular. Um so I would really look into this more. I wouldn't just kind of pay for it. It feels a little concerning to just pay for it. I, I would be careful. Now, the great thing, here's an idea too. The used car market is really, really booming. So maybe worth fixing it and then looking to sell it. Um, because it, I don't know. I, ha I Again, I don't want to make this decision for you, but I am feeling like, there may be more to this car than uh, than what's on the surface. I think you guys are fixing some things, but I feel like there's some other things underlying that maybe aren't getting noticed. So I would just be cautious about this. And if you plan on keeping it, absolutely go back to the manufacturer and, and really say to them, hey, look, these things shouldn't be happening at this point. Uh, this was a new car. And I would look into that, okay? So, but I am sorry to hear about that. That's a bummer. So I'm really, really sorry, honey. Um, not, not fun, okay? Overall, your finances are going to be okay. I just want you to be say, saying, like, what's our next best move? And getting it fixed and fixed and fixed and fixed may not be the next best move, okay? So let's not work from fear. I want you to really go, okay, wait a second, what's, what can we do? Either go back to the manufacturer. Do we want to resell it? Um, I absolutely feel like go back to the manufacturer though, because I, I feel like there's enough proof here and evidence that this is an ongoing issue with their car and their line that you may be able to get uh, some of it fixed for you and not fixed, but reimbursed. Okay. So um, I do hope, uh, yeah, I do hope that helps. I know it's, it's so hard, huh? Okay, here we go. How about Debbie? Uh, Debbie's husband's third anniversary uh, of his of his passing. So 
I know uh, they say it gets easier, Debbie, but I know it doesn't in your case. I know that it, it is hard, um, but I do know that you're understanding him around you and feeling him. I love that he keeps nudging you so I can keep feeling him nudging you and pushing you. So I feel like, you know, there's a bit of that going on, kind of pointing at you. So, you know, I think the thing is, is there's a lot of times, Debbie, I feel like you sit in sadness. You sit in the past a lot. And I feel like your husband really wants you to step forward and, and maybe start engaging more into the present. Um, because I do feel like, you know, he wants you, I, you know, I hate to say move on. I wish it was a, a better way. I think he just wants you to live and enjoy and not be afraid. It's almost like there's a little bit of fear around you living and, and almost like you feel a little bit of guilt, guilt of living without him, so to speak. Okay, honey. And, and I feel like he doesn't want you to have that. He wants you to be joyful. He wants you to be happy. And he really gives me the sense too of it's okay to make these changes that you've been thinking about and doing. And I feel like knowing that you know, is there, I, I know you can still hear his voice so loud and clear. Um, he basically feel like he gives you, get, he gives you his voice. He sits in his chair. So I think he had his favorite chair. So he sits in his chair and I, I think sometimes either you sit in that chair or you look at the chair. I think we've got some photos of him in his chair. So he gives me a lot of that, but I do feel like the biggest message from him tonight is um, I, you know, it, it is, you're, you're almost waiting for permission to move forward or you're waiting for a moment. And the thing is, is, uh, it's like it, the moment is already here and it's time. So I do hope that helps you. You know, one thing is I feel like you may still wear your wedding ring. And again, I think it's not, he's always going to be your husband. He's always going to be your spouse, but it's also okay to have that freedom to take the ring off, to just keep it in a keepsake for yourself. Again, it's, there's almost this, it's the guilt I think that gets to you so much. Um, and I think he just wants you to let go of the guilt. He really makes me feel like it's time to let go of, of the guilt and to really let yourself be joyful, be happy, try new things, Debbie. I think that's the biggest thing. You're so afraid to try new things. And yeah, you still wear that ring. I see. And I feel like he just wants you to try new things. Why don't you try, you know, anything like go to bingo night, maybe try, uh, anything, you know, bingo night's kind of easy and fun, or maybe do a craft thing where, you know, there's a craft circle or a gathering try some flea markets or anything like that. I, I just think something that is a little bit creative for you, a little bit fun and a little bit where you could ask a friend or so to go with you. And I think you would have a, a good time doing it. So let's try those things, Debbie. Okay. And I think that that would be good for you. Okay. Here we go. Mary would like to connect to her brother. So, uh, Mary, uh, I just, you know, what a gorgeous, gorgeous man he is. I just want to say that I feel like he is absolutely gorgeous from the inside out, you know, 
he just gives me a, a feeling of, I think he also was a, it, it, very much a jack of all trades. So things like just super witty, but I feel like could dabble in anything. So a jack of all trades. I think he had a lot of different interests. Um, so a lot of energy around him as well, Mary. So I get a sense of a lot of energy with him. Just a crazy, like, um, kind of a nutty sense of humor. <laughs> I feel like... I, I feel like he could be a little like off the cusp, very witty, very quick, quick comebacks is the things I get around him, you know? And and I feel like I feel like there's something around it where he gives me the sense to I don't I don't feel, Mary, that he had a chance to say goodbye to people. So this makes me feel like there's a quicker passing with him. Would you understand that, Mary? Like I just don't feel like he got a chance to say goodbye. And I feel like there's a sense where, oh, he has been missing since April. Well, I don't want to put him in the spirit world, Mary, but I feel like he is. Um, you've been like, I want you to keep looking for him. But I want you to keep looking for him because I want to not like, especially if he's, because we have to be careful. We don't want to put him there and give up hope. But as long as everything else I've, said makes sense you know i just i just get the sense that you know it's interesting too because they said he didn't get a chance to say goodbye it, i get the sense that there was just this quick immediate this quick immediate uh, this quick immediate health issue that's what i get it's like a quick immediate health issue so i don't know it's, it's interesting i don't know if anybody's known if he struggled with his heart at all or there just gives me a sense of something immediate. So that's that's all I can get really around that. The other thing too, I, you know, obviously, I I feel I keep feeling like he might have been out in nature. So I don't know. Do we know if he was out in nature? Do we know where he he was? Because uh, when anybody last saw him, because I keep. I keep feeling like I keep seeing trees and some woods and some things like that. So does anybody, if there's anybody who knows that, Mary. But I get the sense, too, where, to me, I'm not really feeling, you know, anybody. I, I don't feel like there's going to be anybody where, I don't think there's going to be anything where, you know, there's any pain or anything like that. It doesn't give me the, the sense of that. Oh, you don't know where he was last. Okay. Um, I, I feel like, I feel like you're going to get closure with this. So that's what I feel like. So I will say that, that I feel like you're going to get closure, but I just feel like to Mary, I'm just curious, did your brother happen to have any substance issues or do you not know that? Or is that a no? Do we know anything like that? If so, let me know. Put it in the comments for me, honey. I do hope we get him find him. See, I think even though there was substance issues, I feel like he was always in contact or we always heard from him or um, he always kind of reached out. Am I right? Like, I, I feel like we were still, we, even though there were these, and he'd kind of go dark a little bit. I do feel like, you know, we would hear from him or see him or something like that. And so, 
um, I feel like that's why we know something is wrong. You know, that's why daily. Yeah. So that's why I think we know. And then it just went blank. Am I right? Like almost like that's it. Um, and the phone doesn't work and things like that. Uh, so I, I think that that's why, you know, we're realizing that there's, there's an issue here, but I feel like with him, I just want you to keep looking. I, I think, um, many video calls and then nothing. Yeah. Mary, this is a hard one, honey, because I, you know, I don't want you to give up hope looking for him, you know, keep sharing his story. I think the important thing too, I, if you guys haven't already, I will look at Jane, uh, does, uh, look to see if they've kind of looked for anyone that they haven't been able to identify because I think that that would be important, especially if you kind of know the area that he was in, kind of go to that surrounding area. There's some distance, I think, between where he was with you, uh, where he lived and you lived. So, but go to his area, see if you could just ask, you know, if they have anyone who hasn't been identified and, and just look into that a little bit, maybe try it on a website, upload his photo. I wouldn't give up, but I would try different tactics because I think that that may, that may help. Okay. Um, and I'm wishing you all the love. My heart goes out to you. I mean, this, that's, this is so tough. I mean, I think it's so difficult, you know, it's so, it's hard enough to, to lose a loved one, but to kind of really not know and to not be able to have closure and to not be able to have that proof, I think is absolutely devastating. Okay. So I'm, I'm terribly sorry, but th those are some things that I think would be really good to try. And keep us posted, okay? Keep us posted, please, okay? Uh, let's talk to Nicole's dad. All right, Nicole, if you are around, you say hello, and let's talk to your pop here. It's interesting. Um, yeah, if he, yeah, if he's gone, I don't have a place to go cry, cry him. Well, first and foremost, our loved ones don't want us to cry, right? They want us to smile. They want us to laugh. And and I feel like wherever you are, you know, it could be just finding a bench and sitting by some water and sending out some loving thoughts or grieving. You can always create your own little special place for him too, right? Because his spirit will be wherever you are. So whether this is in your yard or your favorite little place, don't feel that there has to be a, a particular monument place. That place can be right within your heart, honey. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Nicole, let's talk to your dad here. So, well, I like your dad. I think your dad is very cool. Um, I get a little bit, definitely a, some sense of humor with your dad, okay? So I definitely feel like there's a sense of humor with your dad. But I also get the sense where, I don't know, I kind of feel like he liked things a certain way. So <laughs> I think your dad's a creature of habit here, Nicole, but very loving. I mean, I, I definitely feel like there's a real lovingness to him. Um, I feel like you know, he gives me that, a real lovingness. He gives me a sense where uh, I think he he brings everybody together. Your dad's a person who brings everybody together. I, I just feel like it was a little bit funny. Like, um, again, his certain routine. <laughs> I feel like it's like he's got his whole routine through the night. Coming home, 
got his show, goes to bed at his exact time, wakes up. But what I like is, is a, uh, he was definitely the glue. Oh, he gives me a feeling too of a watch. So Nicole, I don't know. Nicole, would you happen to have a brother, sweetheart? Um, because it gives me the feeling like uh, there's someone in the family that's got a watch from him. This doesn't feel like a fancy watch. Um, I don't, I, I almost get the impression your dad wasn't into big labels. Like I almost feel like I get the impression he's just very down to earth, but there is something around a watch. If you could take that honey. Um, and it gives me the feel, you know, it's interesting too. Do we know a P name in the family? Like a Paul or Paula Pete? Um, let me know if that name, that could be in the living or in spirits because that name, uh, popped in. So let me know if we could, we could take that it could even be a last name, right? But let me know if that name, if you can think of that somewhere, um, in, in, in the family, but with your dad, I also get the sense where, you know, again, not a lot of, not a lot of material things with your dad. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a lot of. Uh, cleaning up. Oh, his grandkids called him Papa. That's cute. Uh, with sit with the pulp, the P name. I, uh, the Papa's cute, but I don't, I think there's a name that's a P, but I'll leave it with you and you can think about it and put it in the comments later. But what I get is, you know, I feel like with his, I, I feel like with his, with his grandbabies though, they became his universe. They became his world. You know, it's funny because he's so like particular with his own kids, but like with the grandbabies, he makes me feel he's a lot more relaxed, <laughs> you know, a lot more relaxed than he was with you. <laughs> uh, and it's almost like he was spoiled then, but yet he was a little strict on you guys. It's so funny to see how, how different it is. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like, you know, it was nice to see the grandkids because I feel like that's where his playful playful side came out and uh i believe though you know i believe he's got granddaughters and grandsons he draws he draws me a little bit to a grandson at the moment so i don't know if a grandson was like the first one born or named after him or if there's a connection that way but he he draws me to uh granddaughters and grandsons but i feel like a strong connection to a particular uh grandson so he does bring, bring that to me, but he also brings me love, you know, just loves for his, his family. So, oh, he never got to meet. Oh, he never got to meet my two sons and my daughter. That's what it is. Okay. I have to tell you, Nicole, you know, he's met them a tap thousand times over, right? He just gives me a feeling of letting you know that he has met them and he does know about them. And the other thing too, uh, and, and yes, he has older grandkids. Okay. But the other thing too, is he gives me a sense that with your babies, you know, you know that he's around because you can almost see your babies talking to him. Do you know what I mean? He makes me feel like, you know, you've, your kids have been there talking. So he shows me that. So I don't want you to worry, honey, because he's absolutely, uh, been there. Okay. He absolutely. Yes. He, so it's almost like he's, 
he's using your kids to show you that he knows about them. Okay. So he does give, give you, uh, he does give me that for you. Okay. Give me a, a baseball cap. So do you remember your dad just kind of putting on his hat and walking out the door? <laughs> I feel like he's just like, again, just kind of throwing on his hat, getting out the door, getting on with his day. Um, and just really, you know, again, I, I think he actually shows me some facial hair. So he always wore them. Did your dad happen to have a mustache or some scruff? I don't think it's long. It just makes me feel like sometimes there'd be some scruff. Does that make sense to you, Nicole? Um, anyhow, I know when I talk to your dad and I say, how are you? He lets me know he's fantastic. Okay. And he just really, he gives me a feeling. I know the family talks about him all the time and they really miss him. And, and he gave all his kids hats all. And yes, about the scruff. Okay. But he gives me a sense where, you know, I think you think about him every single day. And he gives me a sense of every single day. You know what the P is? He calls you pumpkin. Did he ever call you pumpkin? Because I feel like he calls you pumpkin. Or he would call someone pumpkin. <laughs> so just know that he's absolutely with you. And he's absolutely around you. Okay? And... I, I feel like, you know, we've got, uh, it makes me feel like we've got a, a anniversary coming up or a birthday coming up. So he just, I feel like it's saying happy birthday. So for the one in the family where the birthday's coming right up, just let them know that he is saying happy birthday. Okay. So lots of love to you, honey. I will leave that with you. Okay. Okay. Here we go. All righty, Miss. Shalita, where is she? Uh, oh, her son's birthday is in two weeks. See, so just now, Papa is saying happy birthday. You're welcome, honey. Okay, so here we go. Where I thought I saw something from a Miss Shalita here, wanting to talk to. Here she is, wants to talk to her grandfather. So Shalita is actually one of my business students. But let's see what her grandfather has to say for her. I feel like her grandfather comes in like a wave. A very strong, strong man. He gives me a sense that there's such a force with him. Uh, a force with his style, his presence, his energy. I feel like it, people just knew when he walked into a room. I think he just demanded respect and attention and if people loved it people he's very very good i feel like you know people loved to talk to him he was great at advice especially with money i think he's phenomenal with money and business advice very very sharp sharp dresser so he gives me that around him and he really gives me a sense of being around you very, very much, Shalita. I know there's been an enormous amount of ch change for you in the last two years. And, you know, it's hard because I feel like, you know, you don't like to complain to anyone. And I feel like you don't really share what's going on with too many people. So your grandfather really was that person you could confide in. And he absolutely lets you know that 
He listens to you. He's been with you. But he definitely keeps putting his hands in his pockets for money. <laughs> so I feel like it's being good about the money, but also letting us know that you you will be prosperous. You will be able to do this. You will have the the abundance that you are looking for and earning and working towards. So he definitely gives me that for you. He also gives me white flowers for you, Shalita. So he's letting us know that he's giving you these beautiful white flowers. And those white flowers are a reminder for you to, to start over and to love again. And this time, make sure you're loving yourself first and foremost. So loving yourself first and foremost, then loving those around you. So I will leave that with you, honey, and just know that you're on the right track, okay? Okay, here we go. This is good. Let's see. Oh, someone had a question around their business and employees. I thought I saw. Let's go into that. Here we go. Uh, hi, Colby. I'm looking for advice on my business. I'm having employee issues and my lease is up for renewal. Not sure if I keep moving forward with this or if it's time for me to transition to something new. Thank you. Hi, Shannon Marie. Shannon Marie, I will tell you a thousand percent. We definitely are looking at a transition. I think you've been feeling this and wanting this as well. I, I feel like it's time to grow. So it's interesting because you've got this business and it's great and you've got an employee, but I almost feel like you're feeling a bit stifled, right? I feel like you're feeling a bit stuck. You're feeling a bit stifled. And I feel like, you know, with that, I feel like there's a, a sense where you have this idea and I think it is another business. Uh, so Shannon Marie, I feel like it is another business. We're not just kind of cocking out, but I almost feel like it's something a little bit more creative, a little bit more, a little bit more where you get to design it and call, call the shots. Okay. Now there's always going to be issues. I wouldn't let, you know, the employee issue kind of get in the way. I think there's just ways around that to just kind of have boundaries and maybe pull in bigger, stronger people, because I think the bigger lesson here is stronger people, people you can trust, I think is really important at, you know, putting that out there for people you trust. And I feel like, you know, the business that I see, I think there's something where there's more expansion. So right now you're kind of limited to the, you are, I don't know if you guys have been thinking about moving, um, but I feel like letting go of the lease absolutely lets you free up a bit. So I think that there's going to be other ways around this that will bring you more joy. And it's a, so here we go. I've been here 10 years as a small business with four employees and I'm tempted to move on. I feel like the temptation though is more intuition. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, there's a difference between, oh, this is getting tough. Uh, I just want to throw in the towel. I'm done with this. I'm tired, but I love what I do. I actually think it's a little bit of your intuition instead saying, hey, wait a second. Come on now. You're playing it safe. Come on. Let's do it. Time for something different. So I want you to listen to that, Shannon, because I feel like it could be spectacular, bigger, better, bolder. And, and I feel like it's going to be doing great. So, uh, yes, I agree. I love what I do, but I'm ready for something new. Yeah. And also think about this, you know, tell me what it is you do currently, Shannon, 
Because I think what's interesting is there is going to be something like you love what you do, but there's going to be where that can get tied into something new. So everything we do, you guys, every career we've had, there are characteristics and attributes of that that we actually take on and move it into something new. I own a karate school and work with children and families. I think that's really, really great. But again, this may be something, you know, I feel like the idea of the karate school is good, but I feel like it feels tiring, to be honest. I feel like you're just a little fatigued around it. I'd love to see what you guys could do and maybe what you could take on online. I wonder if you could hold classes online or do something online. I'm not sure. I just feel like, or a change of venue, a change of maybe somewhere new. Um, so just think about those things. I do hope this helps you, but I do know also that you are ready to put yourself out there and to try something new. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You know, I want to, um, cause again, we have another missing son and, uh, and this is really tough, Cricket, because, you know, I feel like it is so hard to, to have someone missing and no answers to it. And, you know, and I feel like it's just about, it's just about never giving up, Cricket. I feel like it's just important to, to never, ever give up. I, I'm kind of curious, Cricket, did your son happen to run away or... Does that make sense? Is there something about him running away or did he go somewhere and not come back? I mean, is there something around that that you can answer or you don't know? I, I don't know. I don't know why that came in. So I wanted to see if you could validate it if you're listening. But I, I do feel like you will be able to find your son. Again, the most important part is to, to not give up. It's weird. Uh, he was, no, he was murdered and we can't find his body. Okay. I feel like what I want to say though, is I felt like, I feel like he was taken somewhere though, uh, away. Like, so I feel like he was taken somewhere. So can I ask where he was living at the time this happened? Do you mind sharing that with me? Because I don't know. I kept feeling another country, which I don't think it is, but I feel like we're going somewhere remote. We're going somewhere uh, that's a little bit more more desolate, Cricket. So that's why I want to find out if you you can help me in Arizona. Okay, got it. So I feel like you guys see. I feel like you guys can absolutely find him. I think it's just about really, really expanding the, you've got to expand the awareness just as I told, you know, our other caller, but I feel like for you, I do feel like they, they will find him. It, it's interesting. It's in a way they almost may come across them by accident, but I would, I think you got to really search, uh, that area uh, and even around it because I, I just keep seeing almost like desert fields. So just way out. So I think it's just kind of continuously looking. and But I think it's really important to kind of br keep bringing awareness to it. I am so sorry that happened, but I do feel like you guys will find him. Um, I think it's much more though, uh, you know, it's almost like if you can bring that awareness, it almost like they may find him by accident. 
So that's what I feel like. Okay. So I hope that that helps. Do I see a town? I don't because I'm seeing way more desert around. Like I'm just seeing really strong kind of open fields around it. And I don't know Arizona too well. So I just feel like it's a lot of open fields. So that's kind of what I'm getting around it and in industrial area. So I, I'm hoping that helps somewhat, but I think you, I feel like it's much more about getting the authorities, the awareness, getting the word out, getting, you know, just like I said to the other caller, because it's almost like when we do that, other people who are aware or sleuthing or come across, they're more likely to, to help and see as well. Okay. So, um, okay, here, here we go. Uh, let's see. Oh my goodness. We've got a lot going on here. Okay. My grandma, Amanda, uh, you know, Amanda, grandmas are the best, aren't they? <laughs> I swear our grandmas really are, are just, they are our everything. Not only are they motherly, they're our best friend, they're our confidants. They are just so, so, so important. And honestly, nothing could ever, ever replace them, right? And I feel like your grandmother is very, very much like that. I just feel like this is a lady super put together. I feel like very, very bright all around. I feel like very smart, very sharp. Um, I just feel like with her, she just gives me the sense where um, your grandma's also a lot of fun. I, I just feel like... Your grandma gives me a sense that she is just a, a, a lot of energy, a lot of like a little ball of fire, you know, and and I feel like for her is just really this sense that she was willing to kind of do anything she needed to to help you anything she needed to be there for you, you know, Amanda, and I get this really great scent from her smell. So I feel like either she always smelled good or there's this scent that reminds you of her. Because she gives me that a lot, that she can really like, uh, that there's this beautiful essence to her. I just feel like a very beautiful lady. And I feel like with her, she gives me the sense too of being very, very proud of you, Amanda. Because I feel like more recently, you've kind of been really working hard to kind of get your things in order, get life in order, work on your next steps. And I feel like she's very, very proud of this, very proud of your accomplishments already. And I feel like you are, I just feel like you are the apple of her eye, you know? And I just know that she gives me a lot of love around you. She gives me flowers. So I do feel like there's a connection to flowers, loving flowers. And I want you to know that a hummingbird is a sign for you, which is actually funny because that's a sign for me from my grandmother. But I do feel like your grandmother sends you hummingbirds. So just know that and uh, absolutely know that. Okay. You know, uh, Eliza, that's so funny. My my family loves this Jurgen's original scent too. So how beautiful, right? Absolutely. So there we go. All right, Kathy. Well, Amanda says, thank you. There you go. All right. Last one here. Just a couple minutes. My cousin. So Kathy, I, I feel like with your, your cousin, any the first thing they want to say is they're okay. Like, so I think the first thing they say is they're okay. 
Um, and I also feel like, you know, there's a sense where they passed away younger. So I get a sense like we were surprised that they're passing or surprised that they passed away younger. But I also get the feeling where um, I feel like they had this amazing heart. I feel like and they were close to the family. So I feel like they had really beautiful heart, really close to the family. I keep getting a J name. I don't know if that's their name, Jane, Jam, Janet, like, but I keep feeling like there's a J name connected as well. So if you could take that, um, let me know. But I also just know that I just feel like there's a sense to where they left behind family, obviously, and but they want their family to know that it's okay, that they are okay. Um, and, and just to know that I feel like they just wish they had more time or more time to say goodbye. Because again, there's not a lot of time around this. So I will leave that with you. Um, but just know that there's a lot of love for you. Okay. Um, uh, Phyllis, but can't think of Jay yet. Uh, again, Jay could be a middle name too. Remember? So yes, very young. Jay could be uh, a middle name as well. So just think of that in the living or in spirit, Kathy. So you, you are welcome, but lots of love. Just know that they're okay. Um, and I just want to thank everybody tonight for joining in and for all the comments and being here and supporting and the stars and all of that. So I just want to thank all of you guys so much. I tried to get to as many messages as I could. Again, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of events coming up. Please, guys, don't forget Mastering Your Mediumship this Saturday. Come join me. Um, and remember to have a beautiful, beautiful night. And I will see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.